Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. 
and good morning, Tedline. Father God, we thank you this morning. Your word says, for this purpose, the Son of God was revealed, made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. Lord God, we thank you for power strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. Thank you this morning. We give you thanks this morning, Lord God. We just thank you this morning because you're good. Brothers and sisters, you know, um, periodically, I talk to different chainliners at different times. And um, I have very different conversations. I don't think I've ever had the same conversation twice with any um, headliner. When I say headliner, I mean people that follow the headline and keep up with it, and I mean people that um, affiliated with. Jesus Believers Church. And quite often what the Lord will do, he'll speak to me through, out of the mouth of a tadliner. Because I'm always listening for God. And I know that God speaks to all of us that are spirit-filled, that have him abiding in us. So I'm always listening to hear what the Lord has to say or what instruction he's going to give to that person that I'm talking to. And especially if we on one accord. Sometimes I listen to, I guess I always listen because he can speak to somebody I'm not on one accord with. And he will do that, and he will identify himself as he's doing it. So in between, in between um, what's going on here and, and what's going on here is, you know, I'm still remodeling. If you come like the people came, you're going to see paint on the wall that you're going to see drop claws on the floor and you'll see stuff shoved to the side and you'll see one hallway full of stuff stacked up and should you happen to go downstairs you'll see rooms full of stuff in preparation for what God is about to do thing I noticed because I don't pay a lot of attention to negative stuff. Um, And I don't pay a lot of attention to some stuff going on around me. But I always pay attention to what God is saying, even to his prophets. Because, see, I I know that no one person has it all. But I know that God will give you individually, like me, what we need. 
and what is required of us in order to fulfill his purpose. So yesterday I was listening intently, intently too, because I I know something is up. Problem is that you and I are not called to be followers after the world. The world is supposed to be following up. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. You and I are not followers of the world. The world is supposed to be following up. Now, I have a lot of preachers and missionaries and evangelists and new converts, people that just came to Christ, that follow the Ted line, or people that, people that got delivered through the podcast. And some of them don't know God yet, and some of them are asking for some of them are asking for discipleship, and some of them are asking for um, you know people to help them stay in. And these people from all over the world, by the way, we get hits from around the world every day especially since now they, um, you know, I had the problem with the Germans. Okay, but that's not a problem anymore. But we listen to around the world, headline is. So the one thing that I hear coming from foreign countries right now, too, and whenever I hear this fear, I know that what that person needs is more Jesus and more faith in Jesus and more confidence in Jesus. Because understand this, faith and fear don't go together. Faith and fear do not go together. They shouldn't even be in the same house, but they are. Put them there, not God. And the other thing that I seem to be hearing a lot of, now, I don't understand panic. So, and I I, I understand some people are actually in a panic mode. So I said, God, why is this? He said, because they believe what they see, and they don't see me. I said, okay. I said, I said, how can I, what can I do in this kind of situation? Because I, I live with you confirming and following the word that I preach every day. So I said, God, you know, this really is not my problem. It's your problem. And what you going to do? What are you going to do to build your people up? And I left it there with God. 
what are you going to do? So during the course of yesterday, I was um, I was talking to Jessica about something, I think of um, mailing list or something. And Jose is back in the sound booth, and I'm up front. I got my podcast and stuff up here on the altar under the cross, staying under the cross. I try to keep myself under the cross. That way I don't get, you know, I don't get in pride and, and that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking about, God, what are you going to do? And um, Jose walks from the sound booth up toward where I am to tell me something or for some reason, I don't know what it was now. And light, normal light, but wide streams of light started coming in through the ceiling. So I looked at Jose because at first I thought, okay, you know, my eyes playing tricks. Let me take these glasses off. And I took the glasses off and I looked again and I said, Jose, move over to the left. When Jose moved over to the left, it was about seven big, wide um, streams of light coming through the ceiling. And I'm looking and I'm saying, okay, light can't be coming through the ceiling. And I'm looking and Jose looking at me like, have you gone crazy or something? What you looking at? And so then see this group. It had to have been about it's three hundred chairs in this thing. It's three hundred pews in this I mean it's about the sanctuary. See three hundred, that's what I'm trying to say. So it's thirty pews in here. And this is and halfway from the middle of the sanctuary back to the door. The best way I could describe it was a, a choir. A choir. But the light, these these big wide things of light was in front of them. And I knew it was angels. And I'm just looking. Because I'm wondering to myself, now, wait a minute, why are they here? What What is this? They didn't say anything, and the light was going down. And I think, I think I told Jose. And then I had never seen this before in my life a rainbow appeared over the over the over the width of the room from side to side a rainbow and i'm saying now I, they don't do rainbows inside nothing so in in, in under my breath i'm i'm rebuking satan 
and I'm binding up divination and necromancy. I'm binding up witchcraft and sorcery. And they don't move. And the rainbow, then, I'm looking at this rainbow, and the rainbow stretched out the length of the wall on the right, only went from side to side on the left side where the where the choir was. It wasn't where, where these choir of angels were. And because, um, see, I work sometimes praying. I, I praise God and worship him all day, every day. And so I'm looking at these angels. And then I hear this still, small voice say, remember I told you, there was an open heaven in Dalton, and that's why I sent you there. I said, yeah. He said, it's right here. I said, I beg your pardon? He said, it's right here. He said, this church is built. The ground this church was built on was sanctified unto me. That's why it's a church. And that's why it's been a church. But the ground was holy. That's why I sent the pastor there to buy the land to build a church. I said, okay. He said, he said, he said, it's right here. This church is sitting on it. I said, thank you, God. And then it all disappeared. And when I called Jessica, she could feel it. She could feel it too. Through the phone, me telling her about it. All day yesterday, there was a, it's in here now, there was a a peace in here. There was a peace in here until this demon called me on the phone. And I listened because I was, you know, trying to see what God wanted me to do. And so, the 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 presence of God got so heavy. How many of you know when you're in the presence of God, you you really can't contain it. You really cannot contain it. It will, it will knock you out. And so, as it lifted, I just had to get up and stop working, and go off in another room by myself, just so I could thank God just so I could thank him for bringing me here, leading me here, protecting me here, and keeping me here. Now, I'm not, um, I mean, I, I've, I've seen angels before lots of times, quite frequently, as a matter of fact. But usually they have a message. Well, these did too, only I had never seen a choir of angels, like a, so I think the great cloud of witnesses, and I think that those witnesses were a witness to me, but it was, it was like a great cloud of witnesses because the people who built this church were Assemblies of God people. They were assemblies of God. 
So I'm going to get my friend and the Assemblies of God preacher uh, over in Kentucky, and I'm going to have him come with that anointing that's upon him. And um, you see, God already told me that a couple of days ago, I told you, he said, I'm your covering. <clears throat> so I know. I know he wouldn't send his angels, and I know he wouldn't send, he wouldn't have let me know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this church rests under this open heaven. And the angels were ascending and descending from this sanctuary here. I'm happy, and I'm happy to share this with you. But you know what I'm happy about more than anything? Perfect will. I could have missed it. I could have been carnal because I searched for this place. I searched for this place for I don't know how many years. We would go look at churches and I would think, oh, this is the one. I lost money. God gave it back thinking that was the church. But when God said, I want you to move to Dalton, Georgia, and God used some oil coming out of the Bible to get me here because God knows I use lots of oil. I've been using lots of oil forever. And he knew that that, that miracle would get me here. But what he knew would get me here, that miracle would get my attention. But what would get me here is when he said, I want you to move to Dalton, Georgia, under an open heaven. I got your back. Can you imagine Jesus saying, I got your back? And that's biblical. Because if you look at the, the whole armor, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, Lord, third about it, truth, peace, shine, the preparation of God's peace. Right hand, sword of the spirit, left hand, shield of faith. There ain't nothing for your backside. Because God says, I'll be your rear reward. That means he'll never want you running and afraid of nothing because he got your back. And he proved it to me yesterday. Well, you say, hey, so you ain't no, you're right. You're right. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm a believer. See, I know what I believe. I know in whom I believe. I'm trying to share my faith with you so that you can know in whom you believe. So that you know you can know him intimately and personally. That's all I'm trying to do. He know I got saved under under signs and miracles and wonders. They're normal to me. I had a Paul Damascus Road experience. God delivered me. I didn't know what deliverance was. He just sent me somewhere where them people could cast them demons out of me and do an exorcism on me. And he does the same thing with people he sends here for me to minister to. So yesterday, a sign was given to me. And what did it mean? You're in the right place 
at the right time, doing my right thing, and I got your back. Whoa. I cannot think of anybody else I would want to have my back. That means I can walk forward into anything. Remember what he said? Stay close enough to me that if I step back when I step on your feet, if I turn around, I'm in your face. To share that with you. That was yesterday. I'm looking for something today. It's another day. I ain't looking for no devils. I ain't looking for no demons. But I tell you what, they manifest. I deal with them. And now I'm going to deal with even more because I know that 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 I've got my back. I can step out confidently, assured in the ability of God to do whatever he said he would do in his word. Maybe it don't take signs and wonders and miracles for you. It take them for me. Because he did them. I believe if he did them then. And the Bible say he's going to do them forever and eternity. Well, what's wrong with now? And what's wrong with me? Couldn't be him. He said he's going to do it. I'm going to share this word with you this morning. You heard that song I was playing? Wow, damn. I'm just going to tell you. And some of you are experiencing miracles right now. I know you are. I'm hearing about COVID-19 in your families. I'm hearing some of you, some of you even had the nerve to send me this junk. Let me, let me share one more thing with you. There's always going to be a earth. You hear me? There's always going to be a earth. Well, Erica, how can you say that? The Bible says that the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven to earth. Earth ain't going nowhere. Bible says that the earth is the Lord. It's God. The devil is trying to trick so many people. And you know what? This message I got this morning, God assured me about that too after the manifestation uh, of the miracle, the sign that showed up in the church here, in the sanctuary. You see, the Bible says that God is the God of all flesh as well as all spirits. And this is what God is saying. Is there anything too hard for me? That's what God is saying to you and me and uh, and the world. Is there anything too hard for me? Brothers and sisters, I want to assure you of something this morning. 
In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, the Bible says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Can some about as many of you as you as can, can you post this in the chat room for me? Jesus Christ has redeemed us from pestilence. I didn't say that the Bible says it. Jesus Christ has redeemed us from pestilence. Can I get, I need to see that coming up in that chat room. Jesus Christ has redeemed us from pestilence. Now you find that in Psalm 91. In Psalm 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. Now, I said, okay, God. He said, now, you you look that word up. Pestilence, by definition, says a fatal epidemic, disease, especially bubonic plague, and, and when I read that word, bubonic plague, the Holy Spirit said, do you understand something, Erica? That neither prayers nor demonstrations halted the advance of the pestilence. He said, now look at the synonym. The synonym for pestilence is plague, bubonic plague, the black death. Disease, contagious disease, infection, sickness, epidemic, pandemic, and pests. Pandemics and pests. Well, God knew this pandemic was going to take place, and he knew all these pests were going to take place. But he said, remember now, he's the God of all flesh, and he's the God of all spirits, too. He said, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. That means from the pandemics, too, brothers and sisters, and the pest. From the snare of the fowler, he said, surely he's going to deliver us from that. If we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, 
if we abide under the shadow of the Almighty, if he is our refuge and our fortress, in him we trust. If we trust in him, he says, surely he's going to deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Now, I want to tell you something. Every word of God is pure. And in Proverbs uh, chapter 30, verse 5, and Deuteronomy 28, 21, it says, every word of God is pure. God is a shield. Are you getting me? Unto them that put their trust in him. God is a shield. Unto them that put their trust in him. Listen, the Bible says that Christ has already redeemed us from the pestilence. God said in Jeremiah 32, 27, he said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Yay! Is there anything too hard for me? I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22, that God's words are life and health, all our flesh. Health for the entire body. Health to all our beings. God's words are life. And God's words means that they are real life for you. That they're radiant health for you. And you know what, brothers and sisters? The Bible says over there in Job, I have found a ransom. You know what that word translates in the Hebrew? Atonement. The atonement, the atonement has been already made for all of our sins, past, present, future. The Bible says, his flesh shall be fresher than a child. He shall return to the days of his youth. Ezekiel 37 and 6, and I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and you shall live. It goes on in 2 Corinthians 4.11 that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says that when God brought all those plagues on the children of Israel, I mean, on Pharaoh, in, in preparation for the exodus. It says that while the, the Egyptians were suffering with boils and all kind of bad, negative, evil stuff, that the Hebrew children became fairer, and fatter in their flesh. I got to remind you of something this morning. 
Christ has redeemed us from the pestilence. The Bible says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The Bible says over there in Psalm 91, again, verse 5 through 10, thou shalt not be afraid of the pestilence. Thou shalt not be afraid of the pestilence. A thousand may fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand. But the Bible says, it shall not come near you. Are you hearing me somewhat this morning? It says, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague, any coronavirus come near your dwelling. This is what I want you to see. God himself, our Father God, made a distinction between the Hebrews and the Egyptians. And that distinction was that he, God, put this in that chat room. He, God, always was an invisible shield or barrier of protection for them. Are you understanding me this morning? God always was an invisible shield or barrier of protection for his own children. Well, where is that? Glad you asked. Glad you thought about it anyway. Psalm verse 3. I mean, Psalm chapter 3, verse 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. The Bible says that the Lord has purged the blood of Jerusalem and the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion. He created a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. Because God said, upon all of mine shall rest the glory, shall be a defense for them. The glory of God would be a defense for his children. That's found in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. It says, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Christ, through the atonement, has redeemed us from the pestilence. He has redeemed us from the pandemic. He has redeemed us from the sickness, from the disease. He says, and I'm going to keep repeating this, and you get it. He says, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He says, no plague will come near your dwelling between those that are his. He said, if you mind, I will become an invisible shield 
or a barrier of protection for you. Brothers and sisters, every word of God is pure. Every word of God is the truth. And you know what? He talks about the hearing ear. He made your ear to hear. If you have any deafness in your ear, it's from the enemy. Not not wanting you to be able to hear. Because God said he made the hearing ear in Proverbs 20 and 12. He says in that day, the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. And in that day, the deaf shall hear the words of the book. He says, in that day, ears of them that hear shall hearken. And then he goes on to talk about the CNI. He said he made the ears to hear. He made the eyes to see. Even so much so that he says he opens the eyes of the blind. He wants you to see him when he comes and saves you. He say in that day, Isaiah twenty nine eighteen, the eyes of the blind shall see out of, of the Bible says Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died. But his eye was not dim. God say, Blessed are your eyes for they see. Listen, please post this in the chat room for me. We have been redeemed from the curse of failing eyes. Christ has redeemed us from the pestilence of deaf ears. Bible says that your brain functions and fulfills the function as a means of communication. God, God commands are sent and received by means of, of electrochemical energy transference, I guess. In a sense, your nerves are pathways. And what the devil do? He give you nervous diseases. And he gives you these nervous diseases because they're so closely connected with obvious manifestations of the kingdom of darkness. But God says this. God says his light is the light that shines through the darkness and that the darkness can never extinguish it. That is so that over there in Second Thessalonians 3 and 1, the word of our Lord God may have free course that the word of the Lord God may run, may speed on, may go forward unhindered. Why? Because Christ has redeemed us from the pestilence. Christ has redeemed us from the pestilence. You know, men say it is impossible for nerve cells or brain cells to be regenerated. 
I've seen them regenerated. I've seen them recreated. The same thing with eyes and the same thing with ears. Because the Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the pestilence. And that the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Because all things are possible. Every man, every woman, and every little child that believes. This morning, I'm asking you to believe something. I'm asking you to believe that Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. I'm asking you to believe that Christ has delivered, shall deliver, and we keep on delivering you from the noise and pestilence that no plague shall come now your dwelling, that God will surely deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from all pandemics, and all pets, be they natural pets or be they spiritual pets. Now, in the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of fear that's working with that dumb and deaf demon. Go! Lose your ears. Go! Lose your ears. Go! Lose your eyes. Go, in the name of Jesus, lose your brain, lose your brain, lose your central nervous system. Go, get out, get off your back, in the name of Jesus. God is your refuge and your fortress, surely. He shall deliver you from the noise and pestilence. Repent for being a sin, Jesus, we're supposed to be. Christ, through the atonement, his death, burial, and resurrection has redeemed you from the pestilence. You've been redeemed. You've been redeemed. Been redeemed. You have been redeemed. When are you going to believe it? Get ready.
morning. 